0: God bless everyone out there on today. Welcome to the King and You broadcast that um I showed that that, that won that we our goal is to edify and lift men and, and encourage men and inspire men to do all that God has intended for men to do. And so I welcome you once again. My name is Steve Johnson. And welcome to the king in you. I hope everybody has had a tremendous weekend in the Lord, a tremendous weekend in the things that God has called you into. Last week, we were dealing with a lot of issues that men have that plague men, what keep us stuck, stagnant, and struggling. I encourage you at this very moment to... Call a friend or any man that you know that that have some unanswered questions that may be struggling in his spiritual walk in his, his his natural walk in the world his natural life as a man his natural life as a father just call him and have him to call in on the show just listen in matter of fact just listen in on the show God. Has called men to be and do so much more, and sometimes we get confused or off track because we have listened to what everybody else has said about us, and we have not heard what God has called has called us to be, and we begin to operate in a spirit of confusion and frustration. And not knowing what's our real destination, what's our real purpose? Why are we born? Why are we on earth? And and, and tonight it again the King and You um broadcast is, is just another vehicle, another tool to try and reach men exactly where they are. So wherever you find yourself tonight at this very moment in your in your natural life you're exactly where you should be until you know something something else that that will tell you where you're going to be or where you're headed. Because the Bible teaches us that the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And I shared last week again that we have listened to everybody else and have not heard what thus says the Lord. If you want to call into the show tonight, give us a call at 818-691-7406. I'm going to go into a word of prayer, and we will let the Lord have his way. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we say thank you, Lord God, for having breath in our body on tonight, God, in a sound mind, oh, Father God, in whatever state that we're in, God, we're breathing, We are alive and we are above ground, God. So for that alone, God, we say thank you. But, Father, I ask you tonight, God, to open up that man's heart, that brother's heart, that father's heart, Lord God, that has been closed up for years because of the pain, the hurt, the frustration, and the failures of his life. God, that tonight we need liberation through your word. And understanding through your love, oh, Father God, that we are kings, oh, Father God. And we need your guidance to help us sit back on that throne, oh, God. And forgive us, oh, God, as men for falling short, God, with our daughters, with our wives, with our mothers, with our brothers, with our sons, oh, God. Forgive us, oh, God, for falling short, God. For not even knowing, Lord God. Forgive us, O oh, Father God, for not having the, the, the tenacity to find out or having the ability to go forward, God. Forgive us, oh, God. We are without excuse, oh, God. But tonight, God, we open up our heart, our mind, and our soul to you, God, through your word. Teach us, guide us, and lead us, God, in the way that you will have us to go. And it's in Jesus' merciless and powerful name that I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you again out there, um, those of you that are tuned in with us. God is going to open your mind up to his truth. In order for God to do those things, we have to be willing to allow God to come in. I shared also last week that many of us, that the last five years, how we have lived, we cannot afford to live five more years in that manner. What are you going to do tonight? There's a battle within men that causes men to do, say, and be things that's way out of character. What has happened... To the integrity of men, what has happened to our character as men? what has happened to the to the backbone of man being the father, the provider, and present in the home? What has happened to that? the natural order of God, the natural order of things? what has happened to man well, if you're not sure. This and clarity we're going to get tonight in the Bible as to how we've gone so far astray off the mark. Then how can we be navigated back onto where God has intended for us to travel, the way of us to travel, the way for us to travel? How we get? How we? How how we find our way back? Last week we was in. We were dealing with salvation, and those of you that tuned in and heard um, where we were, we were dealing with salvation, and salvation had three tenses, and the last one that I did not finish was the future hope, and this is what brings us to where we are today. The last tense that I spoke about, and and, and just to to bring you up to speed, salvation has three tenses to it. You have the past events, present events, and future hope. We were at the future hope. We were at the future hope. What is the hope of mankind on today? What hope resonates with inside of you today that's for the good, for the things of God? What do you have hope in? Is it a woman? Is it money? Is it a job? Is it your family, the people that some of the people that continually let you down, and you know they're gonna let you down? What is your hope? And a lot of these reject- re- rejections, man, it, it brings us in a place to where we have a battle, a war on the inside of us. That if it, it, it produces anger, it produces rage, it produces malice, envy. Jealousness, hatred, those are all battles within us. And then then when those things are not dealt with, they manifest themselves in so many other areas in our lives. It has caused us to break women's hearts. It has caused us to leave women and abandon them with children. It has caused us to manipulate and lie this battle within because we never dealt with the man on the inside. We never dealt with the real issues of life. We never dealt with the things that shape our character, that produces our thoughts, that activates our motives, that constitutes all of our actions. We have not dealt with that anger. So this becomes a raging war, an inferno on the inside of a man's heart. When we don't deal with those issues, brothers, and they go on, and they go on, and they go on for years. They manifest themselves to where a man, I need more than one woman. Why? Because there's a void in your life. I can't be committed to one woman. Why? Because there's a void in your life. I can't trust that woman. Why? Because somebody hurt me. Somebody broke my trust. I can't love that woman. Why? Because I don't really love myself. And we hide ourselves, men, behind everything else but the truth. There's a battle that's inside of you. One day you're all right, then the next day you ain't very sure about it. One day you want to do the right thing, and the next day you want to go fuck wild. There's a battle within men. We can't be committed for long. Can't stay long, faith for long. Can't stay long, long. Why? There's a struggle that has not been dealt with. And tonight, we're going to look at what Scripture says. We're going to look at how this battle began. Where did it originate from? Was it? Anything that we had something to do with or was it before our time and we got thrown into it and really, really refused to come out of it? How are you going to be in a war and refuse to fight? Oh, man, my God. How are you going to be in a battle and refuse to pick up a gun? How are you going to be a boss and refuse to put on a glove? How are you going to march and refuse to pull on the boot when a man is in a battle and he refused to fight? What he's saying is, I've given up. I can't win anyway. And so we let the devil kick us to sleep. In other words, we allow the devil to have the victory over our lives. Anger management. Twelve steps. Really? Now, Listen. If anger management, 12 steps have been a blessing for you. I'm not knocking that. But what I do know, as a brother who wasn't raised in the church, who wasn't no, wasn't in the choir, was not no church boy, and I can only speak for me, that I had a temper out of this world. If you look like you're about to do something, it's already done on my head. I'm, I'm already there with you. That was my mindset. That was my mindset. If anger is managed, it really ain't delivered. But it's anger. Since anger is dealt with, it can be done away with because it's being dealt with. And I'm saying that. Just say this, I had a temper, I had an attitude. Back in the days when I was a drinker, listen, I drank up on the kitchen sink and still hold my composure. Didn't really believe in getting drunk. Because I would manage it don't mean I was handling it. And what has happened with a lot of these programs, and this, 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 this is for me, I'm speaking for me, is that I believe a lot of these programs has become a crutch to actually dealing with the real truth. If we stand up and say, my name is John and I'm an alcoholic, so I'm speaking that rat back on me. But if I'm delivered, oh, man, thank you, Lord. If I'm delivered, I can't keep speaking something that I'm not anymore. And what has happened is I know how God delivered me out of a lot of things, but it requires you wanting to be deliver. And when we don't allow God in, what we're saying is, God, I don't really need you or your opinion. I don't really need your sovereignty. I don't really need your your, your power, your love, and your mercy. I got it, God. Let me manage my anger. Let me just manage it. But it's still there. Men of, men of God, listen, we have been plagued by a lot of things just as men. And in that plague, we have caused a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of broken relationships. And that vicious cycle will continue on if we don't take the the real, godly, God-centered approach against something that's evil that's set out against us to destroy us. Anger will destroy you. Just like alcohol will destroy you. Hate, matter of fact, hate will resonate and cause you have to have an ulcer. Stress can cause you to panic. Anxiety attacks can cause you to faint. Now, now, now hear this. These, all these emotions are triggered by our thoughts. What's inside of an individual's head that makes them feel and that, that they can't handle the pressure around them? And what has happened then we allow all these thoughts of what people have said, what we've experienced, what we have done. And some of the things we've done. We had we did them. But there's a place where we confess, omit to God. God tonight, today, I want to be better than I was. Let let, let us look at a, a a approach from the word of God and we're gonna to begin to build on the battle that's within men. Why 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 men seem not to be faithful to one woman. And I I'm have been there. So I ain't I'm not preaching, sharing, teaching anything. I haven't been there, done that. These ain't feeling an that emotion. I my real life experiences and I, Steve Johnson, had to take a look at me with the word of God. I had to first admit, God, I might be the problem. Everybody else ain't really the problem. Because it's so hard to look in that mirror and say, you're the problem. But once you do, brothers, once you admit, God, I need you to help me, raise me up to be the man you want me to be. When we come in that position to God, and say, God, I surrender. I surrender all my thoughts and all my little ideas and all my moves and all my motives and all my manipulations with this world, God. And I fall on my knees, God, and I throw my hands up. I can't do this. I do it for two weeks and I'm back right where I started from. I do it for two months and I'm back doing the same thing, God. I commit and make all these promises, God, and I can't follow through because, God, my heart ain't right, God. My heart ain't right. I sound good, but there's no good in me. The enemy is in me, God. Help me, Lord. Because today, tonight, God, I want to be a complete man, a whole man. I want to be the king you call me to be. I want to be the father that my kids need. I want to be the brother that my sister needs. I want to be the son that my mother needs. God, I want to be the man of God that you call me to be. I'm tired of falling short, God. I can't do it. But where does this where did this mess start in our lives? Let us let us let us let us walk through the book of Romans very briefly. And if you have a journal, write down the scripture. We're gonna we're gonna walk through, and we're gonna lead up to where we're going. But we want to kind of walk through casually and see um, um, how we find ourselves in in the midst of a war, and we ain't raised a gun yet. How we get in such a obscure position? And we didn't really have anything to do with it. Well, that's the first thing we want to admit. We didn't have nothing to do with it. This was already done before we got here. Let us go to the Book of Romans. And and the Book of Romans was was written by Paul to the Church of Rome. There was a lot of stuff going on there. Imagine people with money, um, uh, a booming economy, um, the poor. Uh, 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 it was a lot of ship trade. There was a lot of trade going on in that particular time. Rome was one of the most powerful cities, matter of fact, in the world. When they say Rome was built in a day, that wasn't just a cliché. That wasn't just a cliché. It was the, the most magnificent, most powerful city in the world. They had pharaohs that rule. Now imagine these people, they think they're God. They can do what they want to do. They can live how they want to live. No accountability to nobody. Do and go and be just as you please. And men, we got to admit, now I will admit, there's one time that this brother here, listen, listen, I'm Stevie J. I can do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how long I want to do it, wherever I want to do it, and I ain't got to ask nobody, can I do it? Because I had the money, the means, the transportation, and I just felt like I'm just God's gift. But you know what? I was dead on the inside, empty, empty. And my emptiness, it spilled out on everybody else. There was a front. Like I had it going on, but at the end of the day, there was tra- there was trails of broken heart behind me. Children born out of wedlock, father nowhere around. I'm seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old with children. Huh? With children, I'm still a boy playing. Had no clue, and then. We have to take ownership and responsibility that whatever excuse I can use ain't good enough. Well, my daddy want there That's the truth. He was. But once you realize what you're doing is wrong and it ain't right, it's coming upon you to do the right thing. And, men, we ain't been doing it. We got a whole bunch of excuses with no action behind it. I've been guilty of it too. So this ain't about you. It's about us tonight. Us tonight. Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one. Let's start at 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 Romans chapter one verse let's start at verse twenty. And it reads as follows. We're gonna just kind of walk through it. we walk from Romans chapter one, chapter two, chapter four, chapter five, chapter six. And I just, I'm just gonna just 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 point out Romans chapter one verse verse twenty. Romans chapter one verse twenty. Romans chapter one verse twenty. And it reads as follows. So. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Bear with me here. For since, the, for since the has shown us... Okay, let me read that right. For since the creation of the world, his invincible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuses. Because... Although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile, futile meaning foolish, in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and the birds, and the four-footed animals, and the creeping things. Therefore, therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. Listen, listen. I this is this is this is what I'm gonna speak on. On this particular Romans chapter one, this dealing with this. And this whole chapter here uh, uh, to summarize it up, you, you you have a group of people um, um a nation of people who's arrogant who's pompous who's 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 unloving who who has money has means has stuff have things and and because they obtain a certain amount of wealth because they're in the the high, high level of society they feel as though they can do what they want to do, go where they want to go act how they want to act, and their accountability is to nobody their accountability is. To nobody. Watch this well uh that's been weaved here. Now, now now before we got to twenty, it was saying, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress this truth and unrighteousness. There's a consciousness that all men have and realize that some things the things that we do, that there's a voice that always speaks to the right thing. But when we ignore that voice, now hear this, from Romans 21, 23, 24, 26, and 28, all you see is God's mercy. Here it is. I'm going to tie this in now. I'm going to tie this in. L- listen to this. It says, because they choose to believe in something else and because their hearts were darkened and their minds and their thoughts became they even more wicked and foolishness, the Bible says, Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. He said them the uncleanness in the lust of their heart to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worship and serve the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. And amen. For this reason, listen now, Listen. It's in verse 24, it said, Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness. He ain't, he ain't, he, he ain't released them yet. This is still God's mercy on their life. It just said, You know what? It's almost like I'm going to paraphrase it. God said, You know what? I'm going to give y'all up to uncleanness because y'all still ain't changed your behavior. I'm, I'm not going to write you off right now. Matter of fact, this ain't even grace because you know better. Grace only comes when you don't know. But when you know and you still do what you do, this becomes God's mercy. Watch the mercy in this. Watch the mercy. He says. He says. He says. For this reason, God gave them up to their vile passion. Now, in verse twenty-four, it said He gave them up to uncleanness. He still ain't let them go. Verse twenty-six, He comes along and says, For this reason, God gave them up to vile passion, for their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of woman. I want to say this. I want to say this. Here we are again dealing with the mercy of God on our behavior. Now, this is the the, the people that was in Rome. And it says, as, as you notice, know, if you read on down, their behavior escalated to become more evil. You know how men, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go real deep here, and, and brothers, you know you know how men about 15 years ago, and it just depends on your age group, your mindset, that, that, and I'm just, just talking real talk here, how men, we can really imagine being with two women, with with your main woman, and then somehow through these, something got desensitized in your life, or the sin around you became more prevalent. To where now, it's attractive to have two women with one man, and not see that it don't make you feel away, a, a, a think a certain way. That this, this is, this is vile. This is, this is evil at its purest. But, 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 why is that attractive? What's in our heart to make us think that's okay? What, what 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 have we left? What have we given up? The mercy in Romans it shows where where this is God's mercy, and they became farther and farther away from God. I'm gonna read this one down, and we're gonna we're gonna move on. It says it says for this reason. God gave them up to vile passion, for even their women exchanged the natural youth for what is against nature. Likewise, also men. Men sleeping with men. Come on. Listen. I don't know how you became or the men that choose to sleep with men, but according to the word of God, it's an abomination. Okay. If I sleep with a woman, that's fornication. So I'm not exempt and you can be gay. You're not exempt. You know, if I'm married and sleep on sleep around my wife, that's called adultery. I'm gonna be judged. If you sleep with another man, that's called an abomination. You're gonna be judged. It ain't that just my sin or your sin is who got the best sin. Sin is sin, bottom line. All unrighteousness against God is deemed and tag and define as sin against God. Men, the reason why you can walk in Midtown, in Atlanta, and that gay spirit is just so prevalent, because the the, the men that know better, we we don't have a voice anymore. We busy watching our cars on Sunday, or watching a football game or the basketball game. We don't have time to stand up for anything. We ain't even standing up in our own house. Hello, the woman's still taking out the trash. For real? The woman's still bringing the bringing the groceries in the house. And and ain't it? Listen, you ain't got to be the grocery worker, but you ought to listen. She ought to run you over in the driveway waiting on her to come to, come to the house with him. But she's bringing them in. You got to remote you on the couch. That's a problem. man. I'm just saying. These are the things. Listen, she done had a hard day at work. And I'm I'm going back to the mess that we in. But it's some things that we done missed. And the reason why we in a battle, because we don't know how to be one. We don't know how to be the man God called us to be. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. Because if you don't know, you don't know. Because at one point in my life, I didn't know. But it's something wrong if you're comfortable with it. It's something wrong if you're okay there. You're complacent. You're good. You're content. Something wrong if you're okay with it. Something wrong. Something wrong. If she don't work all day, she got to come on and cook, and you have been there something wrong with you there anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying. We see the mercy of God on their behavior. I believe as as, as we're speaking, brothers, we're operating on the level of mercy. We, you, me, we got to do something about where we're at in this battle. Because if not, you're going to be consumed. Let me show you what happens on down here, and then we got to go... We're going to move on a little further. Um, it says, for this reason, God gave them over to the vile passion. Let's jump. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. I'm going to say that again. They did not want to retain God in their knowledge. It said, God gave them over to a debased mind to do things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, Sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, the villains of evil. Inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, men, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only to do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Chapter 2. Chapter 1, God's mercy. Chapter 2 starts out, Therefore, you are unexcusable, O man, whoever you are. Chapter 3. It starts out, What advantage then has the Jew? What is it, the profit of circumcision? And to understand that, there was, there was a circumcision Jew, that a Hebrew boy, a Jewish boy has to be circumcised on the eighth day. That make him righteous. And what Paul began to walk down in the scripture was telling that that observing the law don't make you be right. That we're no longer under the law, but you're under grace. And then he comes on in verse chapter six and speaks about what shall we, what shall we say then? Shall we deliberately keep on sending so grace may abound? Saying, saying, brother, at some point we gotta wanna straighten out the madness that's in our life. Now, do we keep on doing it, thinking, oh, the Lord, this old God's gonna look out, God's gonna override, God's gonna overlook, and it's okay? There's some things that we have to change. There's some things we have to do. There's some things that we must do as men. As men. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. It says, Therefore, having been justified by faith. It speaks about it ain't what you do that, that, that gets you in or saves you or makes a difference in your life. It's what you believe. And what you believe is going to constitute an action. And that action is going to constitute a movement. And that movement is going to embrace change. What do you believe? Because if you don't believe in anything, you're probably doing anything. When you believe in something, when you have faith in God, There's a walk that comes behind that because your faith orchestrates your action. That's why I said faith without works is dead. You can't believe a thing and not act on what you believe. Romans chapter 6, I shared it about do we keep on being in this mess? Do we keep on being in this struggle? Do we keep on doing what is not right? and not trying to change it. Do we? Or how do we do that? How do we do that? And that brings us to Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7 is is the myth that goes on with inside of us. In Romans chapter 7, Romans chapter 7, let's we'll start around verse 14. Let let, let, us, let, us, let, us, let us find out who we are. First, how we think, what we think, and why we think the way we do. That's the first thing. Romans chapter 7, verse 14. It says, For we know the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. So the first thing that we can admit, men, that's our issue right there. We are carnal men. Carnal derives from a Greek word. Uh, it derived from a Greek word, which means sakios, sakios. I'm going to spell it for you, those that are writing. It's S-A-R-K-I-K-O-S. It's a Greek word. And that Greek word, which literally means fleshly, worldly. If you go to look at these words, it's going to tell you fleshly, worldly. It, it, and it all denotes and speaks to how we Think and how we think, men, is because of all of the stuff, the issues that are within us, and that war that's being waged on the inside of our life. That the war is so, is the, the, the 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 war is so fierce and ferocious on the inside that it, it manifests itself on the in, on the external parts of our lives. Externally, everything in our lives is affected by what's on the inside of us. Tonight, what's the stuff on the inside of you that you no know need to come out? You no know need to come out. Give us a call tonight at 818 691 7406. And we're just walking through some of the things that that has called men to be in a battle. Why we're not doing what God has called us to do? A lot of us, we don't even know what, 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 who is God. But if you read in the scripture, tell us we're without, we're without excuse anymore, gentlemen. So I'm cardinal, sold under sin. So we was already born in a a a a ungenerated mindset, our minds wasn't right. So we're already cardinal, so understand. So now now I understand where I'm coming from and, and what some of my struggle is and, 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 and why my battle is so ferocious. I'm getting a small understanding, but I'm calling souls understand. But what I'm doing, I do not understand. But what I am doing, I do not understand. I'm putting my hands on a woman. For what? I do not understand. that That's that anger on the inside. That's that mess. That's that wall. We raise our hand at women. We cut women out. That's that wall. I do not understand what I do. I don't know why I said it. I don't know why I did it. This is the mess. This is the struggle. This is the joke that has had us bound and gagged and stuck from relationship to relationship. I don't know why I took my whole work check and went and gambled. I don't understand why I did that. I don't know why she said, go to the store, get a loaf of light bread. I went to the liquor store, had a drink, license suspended, police got behind me. I don't understand why I did it. And some of you would say, well, he knew better, sister. He really did. Brother, he really did. Because when you think about it, the first man, why in the world I did that? That's that battle within. That's that value within. Are you saying you're paying the mortgage and you never paid it? That's that's that stuff. That's that stuff. That's that stuff. Some of us, a million of us, didn't go to college. Didn't get no degree. Didn't get no GED. Always worked in a certain job, doing a certain thing, and then now you feel inadequate. That's Listen, you don't have to feel that way, but the devil will make you think you ain't good enough. You ain't worthy. You'll never measure up. You know me and certain type of women, women you just feel you can't talk to because of who you are or, or who you think she is? Listen, all those insecurities, that's the battle within. Those insecurities will drive you to the look of soul. Man, I don't want to hear her because she talked to you a certain kind of way. That's that battle within. So instead of fixing the problem, you are deem her to be the problem, you'll leave the house and go with Tanika of this of this seven names, but y'all know what I mean. You'll go get with her, because, listen, she easy. Meaning, she ain't cheating to come with all this drama, cheating to come with that. Y'all good. But the problem ain't fixed. And then there's a battle because now you don't become an adulterer, a liar, a manipulator, a deceiver. And on top of that, she gave you money. So now you're falling short of the house. The battle within. And if you've been to jail, if you got a record, you definitely can't go get, get certain types of jobs. So now your thought of who you are is obscured now. What do we do, man? What do we do, man? There's a battle. There's a war on the inside. On the inside. Why wouldn't you go to your daughter's daddy, at the father-daughter's dance? Why wouldn't you? Because you working? Because you want a job? But we'll skip job and do some other stuff. We'll get an excuse to go and do some other stuff. Men, we have got to stand up. There's a battle for your soul. If they were trying to chop your head off. And if you miss raising your kids for a job, if you miss raising your kids for another woman, if you miss raising your kids for a drug, for alcohol, for a game, for hanging out with the boys, what one of you? But that battle within will keep you stuck gagged and bound in a corner and you will never say nothing. I have to ask myself, what if Martin Luther King never would have said nothing? What if Marcus Garvey never said nothing? What if Malcolm H. never said nothing? What if Frederick Douglass never stood up for nothing? Where will we be? Man, we have to say something, do something, then be something in the name of Jesus. We don't lay back too long, sat down too long, hung out too long. How do we transition? How do we transition? Let us read on down. This 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 is the struggle here. It says it says, "For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. That I do not." Practice. It's simple things like you. You walk past the kitchen. You've seen the dishes in the sink. You've seen them. Is it said that she's supposed to wash them, and both of y'all can work? Is it said that she? What? What is it that makes you, or uh, make us? I want to always keep myself in the equation. What is it that makes us walk past? the dishes. Is it the woman's you She didn't eat out your plate. Now, and I'm, I hear this what I'm saying. You hear this what I'm saying. I'm just saying as, we, as, 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 as you work as a team, and this is for the ones that are married, when you work as a team, what, what you're doing, you're carrying your load and some and you don't mind because you can work two, three jobs, come in, wash the dishes, mow the job, take out the trash, and still make good load. That's what, that's what a man can do. But what I'm saying is something wrong when we feel well because we work, I ain't gotta wash no dishes. Cause we work. I ain't gotta cook no meal. And then you know that now, now now I'm I'm some women are real comfortable. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm, I'm what I'm saying is don't it ain't deemed that she got she have to that's her role as the cooker and the dishwasher. Cause she'll cook Wash dishes, work a job, take care of the kids, pay the bill, and still let I make mean love to you. And what you did with the work? Now, I'm saying that say this. <laughs> Brother, they ain't nothing. I'm just saying, we the, the, the stuff that's within us, we seen daddy or somebody else do it, and, 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 and they did it wrong. Oh, my God. They did it so wrong. Oh, I forgot to say she going to church too on Sunday while you at the house on Sunday. But we see somebody do it, then that stuff becomes a way of life for us, and now that stuff is in, it, it's embedded in us like a DNA. So now we don't know how to transition out of that because we've seen daddy do it or uncle do it or we heard about somebody else doing it. But God has called man to be the teacher, the priest, the leader, the head of the house. Head is a Greek word which means first, not dictator, but first. Not dictator, I'm gonna tell again, but first, am okay, one more time. Not a dictator. But first to show the love. First to get on his knees and pray. First to do the most lovely thing. But look at Romans chapter four with Romans chapter fourteen round verse um sixteen. But what I hate to do that I do. That I hate to do that. I do. We say we're going to stay the porn type. We say we're going to stop gambling. We say we're going to stop texting other females. That I hate to do, I find myself doing it. Soon as me have an argument, okay, you know what? <laughs> I got a backup. If you got somebody to, if you got a backup, you are already wrong. If there's a backup, you wrong you already in error. If y'all married, something wrong with that, brothers. There's a struggle within us. And as we notice in the book of Romans, there's a struggle within us that that has kept us found for quite some time. It's kept us bound for quite some time. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? How do we move past these things, brothers? How do we move past it? Now, now, in verse 17, verse 16, it says, "If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Now we don't pinpoint." what 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 promotes our behavior. We don't pinpoint some of the the, the reason why we do some of the things we do is it, it's the sin within us. Now if we know listen, it's just like knowing if you got high blood pressure and you still eat a lot of sodium and you know the high blood pressure with the sodium is gonna eventually kill you. Hear this men of God. Hear this brothers hear this young men. If you know something going to eventually kill you and you continue to do it, that makes you suicidal. Now, I don't believe that we're suicidal. What I do believe is that we're not good listeners. I've been guilty of that. <laughs> we're not good listeners. But if I know my behavior for the last five years and the things I'm doing, the decisions I've made, the relationships I got into – the place that I've been for the last five years has been toxic, has been unhealthy and unproductive in my life as a man. Then I, there's something inside of me, especially if you got kids, there's something inside of you. You want to do something different. Maybe a thing with the church, does work, and I ain't saying everybody in the church saved. What I am saying, God is for real, Jesus is for real, the Holy Spirit is for real, and it will change you, it will deliver you, it will fix you. But you got to want change, like you want a job promotion, like you want the the the, the Miami Heat to win a basketball game. That same kind of want. You gotta want change in your life. And all I can tell you when I was doing my thing, doing myself, I looked at my daughters one day and I I just said it, God, I do not want my daughters to run into what I am. I don't want to run into guys like me. And all I know, I heard a voice that you gotta change. You got to change. I didn't want my daughter going to the refrigerator and seeing beer cans and looking and drinking and smoking and drugging and hanging out. I didn't want my daughter to see that. You got to change. And God rebuked the devil off my life long enough, long enough for me to make an intelligent decision. I will follow Jesus. Now, I can't save out my best friend and my cousin and pooking them, and the youngest thing I there pooking them, that they'll be there, but it's somebody who never left me. I never forsake me. And, brothers, in order to deal with that turmoil within our lives, because so it's turmoil, it's drama. It's pure drama at its best. And it ain't going to get no better. It will not get any better until you make a, a, a intelligent decision to change. I'm going to say it like I said last week. Can you afford to live Five more years, like you just lived the last five. If you can't, brother, there's one way out of it. There's one road lead to Christ. I don't know about anybody else. My daddy wasn't a very good example. He wasn't, and and, and I can't. We can't really put our trust in man. But I know one somebody who don't walk it, live it, talk it with right to his father at the right hand. Now he praying for us to get where he at. Yahshua. Jesus. I'm gonna read that. We're getting ready to close out as our time is drawing near. But I'm gonna try and re- read on down here until we get to the pinnacle of this particular text. <laughs> Excuse me. And it says, it says. But now, this verse 17, Romans chapter 7, verse 17, Romans chapter 7, verse 17. But now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells in me. Nothing good dwells in me. Can we omit that, man, tonight? Can we omit? Can we omit that? Listen. On our best days, nothing good really dwells within us. We, we try and be good. We try and be as 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 conservative as possible. But at the end of the day, we were we, were, we were reading, excuse me, we was reading in Romans chapter one, around verse twenty, that 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 they invented evil. People just start making up evil stuff. Imagine that you folks sitting around. In their mind, create evil. So, we can admit nothing good dwells within us if we're still full of ourselves. Now, 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 now. By being full of ourselves, men, I want to say this: every pain, every struggle. I understand where I have been, and and I believe us as men. I mean, there's, there's 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 a color thing with being an African American man. It's different than being a Caucasian or Asian or Hispanic or, or Latino or, or Dominican or Mexican. It's different. Just 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 from where we come from, our heritage, our culture. We came, we overcame a lot of stuff, brother. We overcame a lot of stuff, and and we ain't arrived there yet. But even in that, that the mountains we we had to come through, and the valleys we had to walk through, and the rivers we had to swim through, we're still not there yet because the enemy has strategically. Place the wedge in between us and God, us and reality, us and truth, us and life. So what are we going to do? We got to realize, first of all, we're in a battle. This ain't no joke. This ain't no game. Your soul is at its stake. Your children at its stake. What are you going to do? We're in a battle. We messed up. We drinking when we shouldn't be, cussing when we shouldn't be, lying when we shouldn't be. And we're not, We ain't fathering no kids. We ain't going out our way to help nobody, do nothing for nobody else. All we want is our our trunk, our keys, our car, our paycheck, and a bar to go and sit up in and tell a lie to somebody else, try and sleep with somebody else's woman, and act like we done been a man for the week. The devil is a liar. We have to get up, first of all, off that couch of do nothing, off that sofa of excuses, and get out of that bed of laziness. Because we are held accountable, men. We are held accountable. Lies and souls are at state while we're sitting around doing nothing. And listen, I know the struggle ain't easy. I know it's not easy. Let me read on down, and we're going to close out here because I believe this is a good place that we're going to end it here just with, it says, but now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that's in my flesh, nothing good dwells, dwells, nothing good dwells. For to will is present. To will is present, meaning the will in me to do right is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it again, but sin that dwells in me. And here's the caveat here: I find in a law that evil is present with me, brothers. We got an enemy, the one who wills to do good, for I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see, listen, 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 listen. There's something deep down on the inside of us. There's a good. There's there's there's, there's a sense of good in us, but it ain't enough. It's just, brothers, It's just not enough. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. I remember back in the days, back in the time where, you know, we 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 used to go to the project and 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 buy ice cream for all the kids in the neighborhoods and throw money out to win the window like we doing something. <laughs> And in listen, it's just something else. How in our minds, on our dashboard, on 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 the car, the Bible is open with Psalm Psalm twenty three, Psalm twenty three. For the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> and, and and don't know that my God. But but thinking here here here's is a there was a little small company to know they got to be a god. Oh man, somebody get what I'm saying? I it, it just I, I just had a flashback to remember how the good that we think that that that's good, and we want to feel good about what we did, but really we we buying the little kids ice cream cones. And we finna turn around and sell their mom and daddy crack cocaine. Something wrong with that picture. Oh, we finna turn around and jump on one of their mom and daddy or beat one of their mom and daddy because they owe us money. And we just bought their kids some ice cream cones in the neighborhood. But well, we're going to see one of them at the club and then we see see how that you that good, that ain't really good at all, really, our, that's our good. That's our good. And 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 here this, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish it up here. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members, war. Here we go. War against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity. Man, we bound up. We stuck. Bring me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. My memos. I, I wish I, I had more time. Matter of fact, we're gonna get into this next week. I'm not gonna keep this too long here. Um, I'm gonna to touch one thing on this, which is sin holding me captive. I'm gonna go and read this, verse 23, Romans chapter one, uh, Romans chapter seven. Sorry, Romans chapter seven, verse 23. But I see another law in my memories warring against the law of my mind, Warring against my mind. You know, you DUI, <clears throat> excuse me, you shouldn't be drinking, and you shouldn't be driving, and your license suspended. And you're going to blame that sheriff that get behind you that they messing with you. Now, you messing with yourself. Listen, we all done live that lie. Them been there, done that, got 15 t-shirts, trimmed in gold, done jumped out and ran through Docket. those <laughs> Those it, It's the project down south. Call us and Doc. That's the getaway spot. Listen, you keep the car, but I'm going to go through the canal. Cause I knew I was wrong. And mean we still doing the same thing that I was doing back in the eighties. Brother, we just we we just we, we have to want better and there's a battle within you that was within me that keeps us stuck, stagnant, and struggling in our lives. You look here and Paul is saying, I see another law in my members, warned against the law of my mind. I know I shouldn't take my 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 mortgage money, my rent money and go to the strip club. I, I know better than that. I know I shouldn't 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 run to the strip club and, and spend the, the the rent money, the mortgage money, the the bill money, the 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 grocery money, my little boy's shoes money, my little girl dress money. But 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 there's a war inside me. There's a war inside. I know it's wrong as a man, as a father, as a brother, as a provider to my family. I know it's wrong. But, but there's a war It's waging against me. I know I should sleep with another woman, and I'm committed to this woman, and I'm living, we're living together, and we're staying together, and I told her I love her. She told me she loved me, she's faithful to me, but I ain't faithful to her. I, there's a war going on on the inside of me. Why am I paying another woman to sleep with me? I got a woman at the house. I'm taking a woman that, that I'm sleeping with, the money out the house, and give it to somebody I don't even know. Lord, there's a war going on. With me, I know if I'm not using the color, I can catch haze and I'm taking a chance. What will make me think that this person don't have it? So what will make you think there's a war going on on the inside of us men that we're doing things we wouldn't normally do? It's somebody trying to kill us. It's somebody got a hit out for us, And it's the devil. And we're taking these chances. It's like rushing roulette with your life. It's like Russian roulette with your life. If you were to drop dead right now, where would you go? With your big car, your big money, your big house, and your big bank, where would you go? And we got two, three girlfriends on the side, and they're 20 years younger than us. What are we thinking? There's a war. There's a war going on. There's a war on the inside. What makes a grown man think they're going to sleep with a child or sleep with a little boy? There's a war, brothers. And there's no victory in a program. The only victory is deliverance. The only victory is the dependency on Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I'm going to read this last scripture, then I'm done. It says, it says, oh, wretched man that I am. Brothers, we've been wretched. This is the wretched part here. You know how we'll, oh, boy, listen. You know how we're going to spend $4,000 on some rims. And the car cost about twenty two hundred. Been there, done there, Had a couple of them. Crazy. Didn't know no better. Didn't that four thousand dollars could have been a saving account or or or, 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 or some kind of fund for my daughter to go to college? Them four thousand dollars could have made a difference in my daughter's life. The reams the cup. Co- Listen, brothers. There's a war in our lives, and the enemy is trying to take us out. He's trying to take us out. Last verse. It says, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. There's a body of death that we have Amen. And it's been a war on the inside. There's a battle. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna deal with that even the more next week. The battle on the inside. There's a there's a struggle. We we do some things that make decisions we don't even understand. We don't even understand. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God I thank you, Lord. I bless your name again for tonight. I thank you for those lives that will be changed through your message, God. I thank you for the time that's been well spent, God, with your people. And, God, we thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Join us again here next week. We're going to finish up the battle within men. And the phone number to call is 818-691-7406. That's 818 691 Again, I've been your host, Steve Johnson. Join us again here next Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Take care. Good night.